This is the Learning About Dogs podcast featuring Kay Lawrence of Learning About Dogs, and I'm Sue McGuire, your co-host and producer. Hey, it's the new season of the Lads podcast. Great excitement, one subject at a time, and today it's default behaviors. Something I've heard in years and years and years in this uh, line of work is the, this whole concept of default behavior, teacher default behavior. Um, and it's a, it's a head scratcher at times. Like, mm. what, is, what does that mean? What does that look? Is that something that's useful for us anymore? Or it's hugely useful. We're just not seeing it deep enough. Yeah. And it's one of these words that means, like the word drive, you know, it has 17 different meanings. <laughs> you know, you can default on a payment. Um, you can default to something. You can go back to the factory settings, which is default in a computer. So a lot of depends on the context and the default that we're talking about is when the chooser cannot make a choice what are they likely to default to you know which happens in people when they're often overwhelmed with information what are they likely to default to and you know from days of working at the airport they stand still <laughs> or they'll <laughs> default to asking somebody what to do or you know if they don't know what to do they'll get their phone out so defaults are constantly changing for different environments and different places but it's usually the term used when you don't know what choice to make and I think we've tended to use that assuming the dog didn't know what choice to make but really I think they are having a moment to choose which behavior or which situation do I respond to that is most likely to lead to the best reward Yep. So if I stand still, is it likely to lead to a reward? Yes, because I don't get into trouble and I'm more comfortable and I'm safe. Or if I try and do this spin or jump up or run after the rabbit, is that going to give me more potential reward? So they're in a moment where they might look uncertain, but they're probably, you know, rolling through, which is the potential if I do this, I can go that. And if I do that, that might happen. And yeah, has she got any food on her or not? No, I don't think so. You know, so they're, they're, they're probably, you know, if, depending on experience they are, a puppy would probably default more than the older dogs because the older dogs are familiar with the situations. They can, they can make a choice as to what's likely at this moment to give them the best reward. And a reward can change from one moment to another. So what in this situation is a reward tomorrow in that same situation? No, I don't think I bother with that today. Yeah. I think it's a, sometimes I think you drink tea instead of coffee. Yeah, you know. I think it's important to understand that that environment, conditions, situations cr can create default behaviors, and then in a training situation, that can actually be a, a default behavior taught, so to speak. Well, what's a training situation? Well, yeah, you're always you're always teaching in training situations. I'm thinking like I've always wanted <laughs> no, to you're go in a learning situation. The situation. All right, got it, got it, got it. Cut me up on that one. Um, so uh, if it's if it's a situation where what I'm doing is dominating the likelihood of rewards for a dog, which we could probably call a training situation. So in other words, I've got the pot, I'm getting the food out, I'm giving the words. I can control what the dogs are likely to do if they're not sure what to do. Yes, yeah, so um, that's where we may want our dogs to stand at our side when they see something that they're, they're uncertain about. And when we are traveling with this puppy to start with, they suddenly see their first person on a bicycle and they go, you know, the um, 
WTF moment and they'll stand <laughs> still and we go oh that's good standing still is good I'll stand still with you which is a reward in itself and then they'll connect to us and we can walk on so then that any moment that causes this standing still this hesitation they're not sure what to do we could make a default when as you say something appears on the horizon that is strange or they've never seen before is or is novel and you can train it so that if they see another dog they'll they'll do the same they'll learn to stand still or return to you so we can set up situations where certain responses are most likely to happen and we no longer have to dominate the queue to get that to happen so if you head to a door do you have to tell your dogs to stand still or sit or can you just simply head to the door and because that's what normally happens in the doorway that situation cues the dog to do this behavior because that behavior is the one that's most likely to get rewarded mm -hmm. so it is an environmental cue as we say but it's also a situation where we're part of the environment the activity the event and any of these are linked to you know that wonderful list that um schultz gave us where do rewards come from any stimulus situation activity object event that can potentially give you a reward it's exactly the same as a potentially give you a cue as to what to do under those conditions thanks for listening new courses new learning check out the episode notes well, just give me a kiss.